Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to yet another Podcast Pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Podcasting has gatekeepers. Surprise! In fact, you probably do find that a little bit surprising, especially if you've been in this industry in a long time. Podcasting has gatekeepers. Gatekeepers, for the uninitiated, are people, typically companies and organizations, who you have to go through in order to get that thing which you desire. Literally, keeping the gate. If you don't do it, you don't get through the gate. Now, my prior life before podcasting was uh, many different things, but one was a dabble here and there and in, in publishing. And publishing, meaning books, meaning magazines, meaning newsprint, certainly has gatekeepers. You can't, up until recently, in the real life, it was very difficult to get a book published that you couldn't get a book published unless you convinced a book publisher to publish your book, and then it wouldn't go out there. But then in the late aughts, Amazon changed the game when they released the Kindle store, and then suddenly anybody could self-publish, and so the gatekeepers kind of sort of went away. Although still, if you want to get a book in print in a bookstore, book keep, uh, the gatekeepers are very much there. Same thing. You want to put it, you want to got a great idea for a TV show and you want to put it out? Great. Uh, you got to convince someone to air it. You got to convince someone to, to, to actually shoot it give you a spot, put it on a network. Best of luck. So podcasting has gatekeepers. Sure. It's it's easy. To, anybody can do a podcast. Read all the news. Uh, all you need is a microphone. Well, that's true. But you need to be able to do all the, all the stuff that's necessary to get your show out there. And all you have to do is get a podcast host, right? Well, guess who the podcasting gatekeepers are? That's right. The podcast hosting companies. Now, they didn't intend to be gatekeepers. They think of themselves more as onboarders. And and I love them to death. Do not get me wrong. If it wasn't for the companies out there that are hosting media files and creating RSS feeds and all the other necessary things to make this technology work in the background, there wouldn't be 600,000 podcasts out there. So I'm not casting shade at the podcast hosting companies who are our our gatekeepers. But what I am saying is even though they didn't intend to become gatekeepers, they are de facto gatekeepers. Here we are, almost 15 years later, and podcasting's growth, well, I shouldn't say it that way. I don't want to I don't want to put too much shade out there about that one. But what has happened is they have become they have become gatekeepers to letting an individual podcast grow, change, and, and, and do various things. And let me, let me ex- explain a little bit more about what I mean by that. And I also want to make this future-looking, because this isn't something that was planned. Like many things, this is something that developed over time, 
And I think we need to think about what happened and how we can, what it looks like for the next 15 years. That's always a fun thing. So the reason podcasting is podcasting companies, podcast hosting companies have become gatekeepers is because of something I'll call entanglement. It is at a matter of entanglement that is, is really the, the challenge here. Because while podcast hosting companies are awesome and great at the things that they do, we become reliant upon them. We podcasters become reliant upon them to get things modified and changed. And we are entangled with them. And I'll give you the best example of entanglement I can think of right now. Just recently, Spotify, the number two podcasting platform, commanding now over 8% of all downloads, which is a small number compared to Apple, but again, number two, Spotify has recently announced they have additional advanced statistics they will now provide to podcasters. All you have to do, log in Spotify and check out your dashboard if you're a podcaster. However, here's the problem. If you were one of the mm, 25% of all podcasters, some number like that. So if you were one of, let's say, 200,000 people, let's say 100,000 to be safe. If you're one of 100,000 podcasts who went through your media hosting company to get listed on Spotify, you don't have access to those advanced stats. Because Spotify hasn't made those advanced stats available to your podcast hosting company yet. So the option you might think that I thought was that you could just contact Spotify and say, hey, break that connection. Now that you just suck in RSS feeds regular, just do that for me. Nope, not an option. If you already have a show listed on Spotify through an aggregator slash media hosting company, you do not have access to this stuff. You won't get it until first Spotify releases the stats to the hosting provider, probably through an API. And then second, so your hosting provider who's busy doing things that hosting providers need to do, then find a way to take that data in and present it to you in a meaningful way way, especially in something like demographics that actually are very, very different from the way they measure things currently. You're entangled with the gatekeeper and there is no way, and I tried yesterday, I'm going to try again today, <laughs> a few other ideas. There's no way to unconnect that. That's entanglement with a gatekeeper. Unintentional, but de facto nonetheless. Let's say, for example, speaking of Spotify, that you have recognized that Spotify when it displays your episode details, I hate to say show notes, but that's what they are. Episode details, they don't respect line breaks. They don't take, uh, have bullets. They can't deal with bullet points and they can't deal with links. It's just a dump of text out there. You need to fix that. We'd love to fix. I'd love to give Spotify just simply a, a single paragraph that would be good for it to display, but I can't. There is no option to send a different bit of text for your descriptions of your show over to Spotify. In hosting companies, they haven't enabled that ability. When will they do that? I don't know. Will they ever do that? I don't know. It's up to them. They're the gatekeeper of that, and I'm entangled with them. Other ideas. I wrote these down, but they're so small that I can't see them. Um, Amazon. Amazon Alexa. Want to get your show on Amazon Alexa? Great. Most hosting companies now are saying sure and have been for a while. Just, just let us know. We'll, uh, we'll let you know when, and then we'll just, we'll up, we'll automatically get it all set up and you can submit your show to Alexa. Yeah, not anymore. 
Those are all on hiatus because that's a very manual process that you have to do to get a show onto Alexa from the podcast hosting company. We are beholden to them when they will enable that to happen. Want to change something on your Alexa? Good luck. You already are there. Good luck. It ha- they have to do it because they have entangled. And again, this is not intentional. They're not intentionally holding this back, but they are still acting as a gatekeeper when they didn't they didn't realize that. Uh, let's see what else do I have written down here. Oh, what about, you know, like, let's say that you're very smart and you can connect your show to an email distribution list and you want to email out to people. Well, there are certain requirements that mail companies like MailChimp are looking for out of your RSS feed, but they're not, op- I, don't, I can't, I don't have the option with my hosting company to create a feed just for mail, just to go out to mail so that I can update my people who wish to subscribe to this show and I get people who subscribe to this show on email. I'm stuck. And I can't do anything about it because everything's tied in through my hosting provider. I'm stuck. I really can't do anything about that. Maybe I've got to notice something that I've been making a big push on one particular uh, application I want to install. I want to see what the download stats look like. I can't. I can't see it because that's not the way the hosting company reports the data and information. I don't have any access to the raw data, which I probably shouldn't have access to the raw data. Podcast hosting companies are today's gatekeepers. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's just a thing. It's just a reality. But what it makes me think about is what does it look like in the future? Because this year we had Spotify. Next year, Pandora. Last year, Amazon. There's going to be more of these that are coming up. And hosting companies may not be perfectly set up to help make sure that it's it's it, we go smoothly. I know they want to. Just hard. It's hard to do it. So remember, you've got a gatekeeper and you're entangled with them. Choose, not necessarily your hosting company, all that's important, but make the right kind of decisions and, and plan for the future. We are entangled with our gatekeepers. One of the many things you've got to think about when you think, think about the strategy of podcasting, if you're a business podcaster particularly, and I'd like to help you figure that out because I launch podcasts for businesses, for professional service providers, and keep them running smoothly and avoid many of these hassles or offload as many of those as I possibly can. Check it out at evo at podcastlaunch.pro. Reaches me. Go to podcastlaunch.pro to see the list of services that I provide. And I shall be back soon with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. 
To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.